Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Father, we are grateful unto you. We thank you for your word that's anointed. We know it's going to bless us, so let it bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. We have been dealing with 2 Kings chapter 7, and we have been talking about the twilight, not the morning light. This is going to be like part four. And um, it's been a great blessing for us. Today we are going to read some few verses and uh, we are going to be fine. And so let's read verse number seven. In Second Kings chapter seven, verse number seven, the Bible said, Wherefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their lives. Verse 8, and when these lepers came to the utmost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carry then silver and gold and remnant and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried thence also and went and hid it. Verse number 9, then they said to one another, we do not well. This day is a day of good tidings, and we hold our peace. If we tarry till the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore come, that we may go and tell the king's household. So they came and called unto the porter of the city, and uh, they told them, saying, We came to the camp of the Syrians, and behold, there was no man there, neither voice nor man, but horses tied and asses tied, and the tents as they were. And he called the porters, and they told it to the king's house within. And the king arose in the night and said unto his servants, I will now show you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we be hungry, Therefore, are they come out, or are they gone out to the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, "When they come of the city, when they come out of the city, we shall catch them alive and get into the city." We want to consider this blessed service something that is very important, and I want to caption this particular session. Selling a leper's vision. You know, selling a leper's vision. I mean, one of the key people in this test had to do with four lepers who were as hungry as the regular people in town and as hungry as the people in the palace. I said that when disaster strikes, it doesn't check address. 
It doesn't check who you are. The regular people will suffer. The people in the palace will suffer. And uh, lepers, who are people who are disadvantaged, they will also suffer. Everyone will suffer. Like this COVID-19, everyone will suffer. Even though the degree of suffering might vary from person to person, but the suffering will be there for everyone. So these lepers were well positioned, went into the camp of the Syrians, and then they started to take, they ate, they drank, they took silver, they took gold, they took remnant, they went and hid it, moved from one tent to another tent. And uh, the background history of these lepers, according to some commentators, is that this was Gehazi and his four children, according to some form of um, anecdotal um, evidence that these were Gehazi. And then some people actually believe, based on the interactions the king had with them when they went to report, and then subsequently about asking about their master and the, and the widow and all of that, they have every reason to believe that this was Gehazi and his children. Remember Elisha cursed Gehazi and his generation. You know, in Second Kings chapter 5, the very last verse that they, he will have leprosy and his children will not be spared. And so very clearly, we see that these were disadvantageous people. They had a vision and um, when they pounced on this great, great abundance, they were just eating, drinking, enjoying on their own. <laughs> and they started taking silver, gold. They started taking food. They started taking remnant and they started hiding it. The question is, when you have a vision seated in abundance in a localized area, what do you do? When God gives you a vision, like a ministry, a church, and these were four lepers operating within the confines of a camp, the four corners of a camp. So when you have a ministry, when you have a product, when God gives you an opportunity seated in an abundance, which is seated in a village, is seated in a localized area, in a suburb like Accra, where we are in Medina, when you have this vision, and it's a vision that has been given divine resources, wealth, immeasurable wealth, as a potentiality, what do you do? Remember, Jesus told his disciples that you will begin from your Jerusalem and go to Judea, to Samaria, and to the utmost part of the world. That it has never been the idea of God for his vision and mission to be localized or to be contained in one locality or in one area. It has always been the idea of God to have a global impact, a global outlook, operationalize the vision globally so that many lives can be blessed and can be influenced. I believe strongly that we need to interrogate why 
in the midst of abundance, eating, drinking, carrying, and saving in, from tent to tent in a localized area, one of the lepers came up to say that we don't do well because this day is a day of good news. And we cannot stay here. So first of all, I would like us to look at the meaning of that statement. Because when that was done, they stopped whatever they were doing and they went to the palace and started making arrangement to speak to the palace so that the whole nation could benefit from what they had chanced upon. Question this morning again is that, is there a possibility that there is a ministry God has given you there is something God has given you. There's a product, an idea God has given you, and you are keeping it within your tent, in your local settings, in your local area. You're always sharing it with your husband or your wife or people around you, four people. They were just sharing it among themselves within that small area. Is it possible that you and I also have got ministry that must go beyond the boundaries or the borders of where we are and reach out to many people beyond shores. That's a question for this morning. And that's a great question for interrogation this morning. Because enjoying the product, the benefit of the opportunity, the vision, the chance God has given you in a small place is the meaning of unwellness, is the meaning of failure. We are not doing well means we are failing even though we got it. We are failing even though we are in abundance. That is to say that you can be in real abundance and have great potential and still be a failure because of the territory or the the cost or the extent to which you are stretching the vision or whatever God has given you. In Psalm 8 to 9, he promised David that you will rule from coast to coast. So God is always interested in ruling from coast to coast. That is, we should have influence following up with our affluence. That when God gives us a vision, he wants us to do more than our locality. So these four lepers, they said we are not doing well. What does it mean to know you are not doing well? You have a product and the product is just right there with you. You sell it one cup, one bottle, <laughs> one gallon. You sell it and a few people know that your food is good. A few people know that the message is good. A few people know that the preaching is good. A few people know that the church is good. A few people know that here people save lives, they save souls in Jesus' name, and the music is good, and a few people know it. When you are doing something that is ripe after serving you, remember that the four lepers had eaten and drunk, and they had piled up enough. After serving you and your partners, your family, and the people who are immediately around you in your immediate locality, 
if you keep the vision or the product there, then you are not doing well. The lepers were not the only hungry people. There were more people who had more influence but could not assert their influence and exert their influence because hunger had grounded them in the palace. The whole nation had been grounded. And these people had the solution. And then they decided that they were just piling and piling and piling in their own village and corner. Your success is in your influence, the positive influence of your product, your idea, in the lives of other people, even beyond the borders of your existence. That's why we are here and we have Microsoft crossing the borders of America to Ghana. We have Apple product crossing the borders of America to Ghana. And we use these things and they make our lives easier and more productive. That is to say that you are successful. And to say you are not doing well means it is a day of good news. You have good news and you have kept it to yourself. Look at the scripture. Verse 8, verse 9. Okay. Then said one of them, we do not well. This day is a day of good tidings and we hold our peace. So when you have good news, you have a solution and you keep it to yourself. That means you are failing. When you have good news, you have a great product, you have a solution, you have a result, you have a vision, and you keep it to yourself, it simply means that you are failing because you have a good news that should become a product, a solution to some other people, and you are keeping it to yourself amongst you and your friends. What a shock. And the expectation of God was that whoever they were, God was using them as leprous as they were to affect the palace, affect the places, and the many people, the populace, who were waiting on God. Listen, there are people waiting on God for the specific product you have. There are people waiting on God for what you have. There are people believing God for the solution God has given you. There are people who say that, look, our solution, our remedy is in what God has given this brother, this sister. And I believe strongly that by the special grace of God, God has given you and I something that will be a great blessing unto our generation, unto our society, unto our communities. And by the special grace of God, if we decide that, we will not localize it. We will not choke it. We will not keep it to ourselves. But we will extend it to our borders and become a blessing to other people. That is success. Success is not me and my family and we are fine and we don't need anybody and we are okay and um, blah, blah, blah. Ghana is okay. My family is okay. That's not success. You've got a product, you've got a vision, you've got... So we are in the keeper's house, we have good news. That good news must go beyond the church. The word of God we preach here, the ministry we do here, the culture of ministry we uphold here must go beyond the church. 
we should impact and influence many other lives. If you are not thinking others, if you don't have the mindset of others, you are failing. Bible said that Jesus laid down his life for others. So yes, you have a solution, you have a product. There should be a way you move it from the tent of lepers to the palace of the populace. Move it to, from the tent of lepers, from a leper's vision to a national product, to a national blessing, to a national asset, to a global product, a global asset. I'm taking my time because some people find it difficult to understand simple things sometimes. And sometimes you have this idea where people are telling you media is evil, um, something like radio, TV, Facebook, and oh, pray the door. You are, you, are too, you are too, you know, aggressive. Why don't you take your time and all of that? Let me tell you, a vision hidden in a small place is not a blessing. Vision needs visibility to be a blessing. When a vision is hidden, frustration is the end product. Poverty is the end product. So whatever vision God has given you, you must find a vehicle of of transporting it from the tent of lepers to the palace of the citizens, to the palace of the natives, to the palace of the, the children of God, the royals, and to the city of our God. This is the blessed revelation. So you see that the lepers move from the tent in that verse 9. And they said that we should make our vision a good news. And we should not hold our peace. Look, whatever you are doing, that's the good news. And if you don't do that and you keep waiting till the morning, some mischief will happen to you. Some mischief. And when he says some mischief will happen to you, what could we learn from it? What would be the inference? That if you lepers have been given a chance to be heroes, to be icons, who have brought good news to Samaria, decide not to do so. Your, number one, your leprosy will remain. Remember, Gehazi followed after personal gains and became a leper. And it is believed that this was Gehazi and his children. So, I believe that they remembered that this is how our leprosy came. And they said that instead of now becoming selfish again and keeping our leprosy, let us now make sure that we are thinking about the kingdom and not just ourselves. And so they moved the product from personal gains to kingdom gain, to the gains of the populace. That's why anybody who is put in a a good position to be a blessing to the masses, who decides to keep it to himself, the curse of the Lord comes upon the person. That thing comes under a curse, even if it's your personal product. And you keep it, it becomes a curse unto you and your generation. 
And so he said, some mischief, a mischief will befall you. One of the mischief is that after a long while, you realize that your leprosy is there and you are still an outcast. And you will not even have a chance of appearing in the, in the palace in the first place. Then again, you realize that if you stay in that one corner and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and you will die and the product will be there and somebody will chance on the product and will become a hero to a product you discovered. And that's why a lot of you have got plans, designs, ideas on the table. You will never fulfill it. It is somebody who will come and fulfill it. Or you will casually share it with somebody and by the time you know, it's flying in the market and you will now become very angry and very sad and say he stole my idea i shared with him who cares why didn't you register your product why didn't you register your idea why didn't you put it in a book why didn't you send it to the market yourself why didn't you protect yourself from the the thiefery of people why didn't you move if you don't move god will get others to move including clearing you so that the masses will be saved through what he has given you an opportunity to see. I don't know who God is talking to this morning, but that idea you have, that great thing you have, that you are just playing around in your corner, you have an idea of preparing a nice cereal for children. And you have kept it and you are selling it to one or two people in your community. Why don't you go to FDA, go get your batch number, go register, let them test, and then make it big. What is your problem as a Christian? That you have a small mind that likes to stay in a small tent and keep piling. Do you know some people are happy that I have so-so and so amount in my account? And, and they talk about my savings account. I have so-so and so. You like the sight of the amount you have in your savings account. Even to move forward to invest it is a problem for you. You like to see that, oh, I have this. That's a joke. That's a joke. People who are really prosperous and progressive, they, they open, when they want to see the amount, they see it in an investment package. Not in a savings account or a current account. They would rather put it in an account, an investment, that they can check the dividends, they can check the yield. It's the same. But now you are earning something on it. And then it will help you to have a global influence. So here, God wants us to go beyond our mother's house, our father's house, and be a blessing to the palace and the people. Remember that these four lepers could not feed the nation by themselves because they didn't have the machinery. But the palace had it. And they had to sell the idea first to the palace that had the systems and the structure to circulate, to, to transport, and to cause the idea to permeate into the system so that people in the, even the utmost part of Samaria we're going to become beneficiaries of such a, um, an idea and an opportunity. So we are going to go into the crust of the matter. I want you to know that God is not happy 
when your product is staying with you in your small zone, in your small, God is never happy because whatever he has given you is not for you only. Whatever he has given you is supposed to be a cure. It's supposed to be a remedy. It's supposed to be a solution to a lot of people who are hungry somewhere, who, who need this thing to survive another day. And so you and I must move. Tell somebody, we have to move with our product. And when we are moving, what should we do? Number one, our product must be the good news in town. I'm feeling it. Your church must be the good news in town. Your product, your business must be, you must make it the good news in town. You must come to that point and make it the good news in town. Make it the product in town. Make it the idea in town. Make it the thing that everybody begins to celebrate in town. If your product has not come to the fore, where people can celebrate it and say, I have found a solution, I have found a remedy, I have found this thing for what we have been looking for. I've located a shop that sells it. I've located some distribution point and all of that. If your product has not become a good news to serve the masses, to gain the influence in the market, you are not succeeding and you are not doing well. If your boutique is known by a few people, your product your, your production you are making, whether you are making hand sanitizers, liquid soaps, um, all them detergents and, and all those things that come with it, and you have not been able to make it have this pervasive ability in the market, you are not doing well. I mean, if this church in this community if people in this community don't know that this church is here, we are failing. When you say the keeper's house and someone who lives in East District or Medina or Accra, if they have not heard about the church before, we are already failing. Especially for people, that's why a church cannot be quiet. God's mission and vision cannot be silent. And that's why one of the reasons, one of the key points Satan uses in destroying God's people and their product is silence. When your vision is mute, you lack the voice in the public space. And when you lack your voice, you lack influence. So whenever Satan wants to destroy a people, he will make sure that whatever they have. That's why you can't talk about Jesus to other people, you are failing. You are a big time failure. The fact that you are in an office and you have hidden your faith, you can't witness to people about Jesus, about your church. You can't talk to people about your pastor. When people are talking about the lodge and the secret society, they attend to the shrine and they are GD whatever, whatever they belong to. You, can, you are not wise enough that's the word he that wins a soul is wise you are not wise enough that's the definition of foolishness 
that you keep hearing about other people's faith and product and you have not, but you have not disturbed them with your faith and your product. Somebody comes to sell to you all the time, but you have not told them what you sell. That is unwise. They are making you a customer, but you are not making them a customer. I mean, at the least, when they sell to you, you also sell to them to collect your money back. But you are there and you are just a consumer for someone. Someone must be a consumer of yours. And it's a very serious because Christians, we have an attitude where we belong, we believe in peasantry. We believe in doing things in a meager way. We believe in littleness. We serve a big God, a great God, but we believe in littleness, smallness. The name of the game is huge. It's huge. If you are doing something, you need to start from small beginnings, but after eating and drinking and piling a little, you need to make it huge. People are tired of chasing around things. Okay, where can I buy a sanitary pad? Where can I buy diapers for kids, children, food, blah, blah, blah. So after selling in small, small, small corners, now that you have made the money, you need to seize a landmark in your area. This is as if they don't sell it anywhere again. As if they don't sell what you are selling Anywhere again, you make a shop, you make a big signboard in front of it. Baby shop, only here. You swallow everybody around. But, you know, from our mother's petty trading, we keep becoming petty traders, even when God has changed our levels. From personal eating and drinking and saving, we still become petty. It was in their pettiness. That one of them said that we are not doing well. This time we must move from the micro level to the meso level to the macro level. If your product has not reached the national level to the global level, you are a failure. So if you are selling, let's say, tissues, tea rolls, um, hand tissues, kitchen tissues, and blah, blah, blah. You want to make it like as if you are the only distributor in the place. You can't keep it in the corner. I want to do a corner shop. Nobody cares about a corner shop. People want to know that if you need tea roll, you go here, you get it. You need kitchen tissue, you get it. You need um, takeaway boxes, you get Like you have made your place like a one-stop shop that is very visible. Even the blind can see that this is where everything is. But what do we do? We like to put it in our car boot and we are running around and nobody knows you've got that in, in your car boot. It's just one of the small channels of selling your product, selling the vision. And that's what we do. We come to church, we enjoy the word, it's transforming us. We love the music, we love the prayer, we are having testimonies to even share outside there. I mean, the keepers are, listen to me. If you are my member, you go. I was watching an interview on television about a lawyer who belonged to a great church and he had won a landmark case. And the lawyer was a pastor. 
And when he was talking and talking and talking and talking, he talked about, yeah, I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. He never mentioned this church. He was a branch pastor. Pastor. Never ever mentioned this church. That's a shame. The Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You need to put yourself out there. I know a great singer, they invited her for a big musical concert. Maybe the biggest now in Africa. And when they were introducing her, they talked about she's an artist, award-winning artist, here and there, blah, blah, blah. They called her. She didn't go to the stage because she had told them the format for the introduction. And there was a conflict between people thinking she belonged to the church that invited her instead of her real church. So the person was trying to play politics with it because he wanted to play into the minds of the people. This lady kept sitting until the the general overseer of the church that invited her went up the stage and took the microphone and said, let us welcome our sister from so-so and so church to be a blessing unto her. It was at that point that she stood up and went, and when she went, the first thing she said is that, I bring you greetings from my church. She mentioned her church, and she mentioned her man of God's name. Um, God bless you, my pastor, and he mentioned the name of her pastor. Before he even mentioned the name of the one who, who said it. But some, they just want to go like that. After staying in the church, receiving grace, receiving teaching, becoming big, it is even difficult for you to mention that I I come from the keeper's house. When you have a bigger platform, you are trying to keep it in the corner and then shine alone. When the attacks start coming to you, you will see that. Do you see that when people started chewing their children in, the, in that same Samaria, they went and cried to the king that the king should help them. Because you will get to that point where you will need the palace. You will need the king. And if you have not done a lot to help the king live and the palace to, to, to be sustained, the palace will not be able to help you. You become an end to yourself. So, everywhere I go, they ask me, I say, I attend, to the, I attend the keeper's house. And some will ask you, what's the keeper's house? I say, oh, we're a church, we're a vibrant church, we're an avant-garde church, we are in Medina Estate, we are, we are, we are the only ultra-modern church in town, we are the international church, we are cosmopolitan, and I start showing them videos, I start, sh- they say, this is what I do there, I'm the chief servant there, you know, blah, 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 and I will start showing them, wow, I live close by, I'll visit, that's what we do. But you are an executive member, a professional member. You are not interested in the programs of the church. You are not interested in making the church, which is God's product, visible to people. So after talking about kingdom, your own business, you you have to carry it everywhere you go and send it to the palace. And sending it to the palace, your mentality is that we need the people who are people of substance to get hold of this opportunity that we have, which is a solution. Watch it. You need the kings and queens and the royals of this world 
to get hold of your product, which is a solution to them. They are hungry for something, and God has given you something, and you have to ensure one of your targets is that your product must reach the palace level. Somebody say palace level. It must reach, because see, men are in sizes. And monkeys, they say, play according to their sizes. There are some people, when they get hold of your product, your business, that's it. You are gone. One time, a woman who used to make a chocolate cake or something like that, and somebody went for a party and ate it and was happy, and the cake got its way to Oprah Winfrey. That was, that was the end of the whole matter. Oprah told her that your website doesn't have the server. The server is not strong enough. When I mention your product or my program, it will crash your website. So you need another server that can host and you expand your website to have a stronger capacity because thousands of people will be making requests in a minute. Some people... When and you need outlets, you need warehouses, you need, he asked me, he said, no, you need to increase because once I mention it, the whole America will start ordering for it. And so they took some months to do all that and with all that was done, even on the day, they still got shut down. The demand overwhelmed them. That's what I'm talking about. That is why you see that when they are selling a car, they use an icon. That's why when you see that when they are selling something of importance, they try to use something that will bring the attention of people on it because some people are a world of people. They are following. That's why you have sportsmen selling product because thousands of people, when they see that Ronaldo is wearing this shoe, a lot of his fans are going to wait, wait, bite, and wait. So you don't become that little-minded person, peasant-thinking believer, thinking that, oh, I'm praying. God will market it for me. I'm praying. Stop it. God is not your marketer. God is not your market. This, this earth, this world, there is a way to make your vision visible. There is a way to market your product. And there is a way. And you must target the high place. If your product has not gotten to the creme de la creme of this society, to the powers there be, and there are power relations, power contestations in the market. So you need to find a way to go. And they went to knock at the door of the palace and kept it to their chest and said, we need to speak to the king. We have found something that is of interest to him. And that's how your proposal, you don't keep it in your room. You don't keep it in your, and let me even warn you people. Those of you who go and make presentations in companies and you just do it, tetra. let me close the gate even before I continue. Most companies are thieves. They will call you for a presentation and if you don't put a caveat there that under no circumstance should the company 
be using your product, if they won't give you the contract, if you see them using any portion of your proposal, seal them. Most companies will just call for a lot of people. Come, make presentation, come, make presentation. When you go, they have recorded everything and they, they put together and they use it themselves. Seal them. Know what? Any company go put their name down. Any time you see them doing what you presented or even a portion of it, seal them. Seal them. That's your intellectual property. Don't be playing around here. We are all here, whether we are believers or we are unbelievers. We use the same city. We use the same dollar. We go to the same schools. We pay the same school fees. We are all people in the community. Don't let anybody think they are wiser than you because you're a Christian and you'll be crying and you'll be praying. God himself will, will fight for me, blah, blah. Yes, there are things God will fight for you, but God doesn't fight for you in matters where you yourself can fight. So wise up, register whatever you have, and ensure as you are doing the presentation, let them know right from the beginning that this is a presentation from Francis Aubin to so-so and so company under no circumstance or situation should any part of this presentation be used by this company or any subsidiary of this company. Let's go on. If they give you, fine. If they don't give you, fine. But nobody should steal your idea. You have to wake up. And so, how do you get your product from moving from your village of your room to the palace? How? How? Number one, he said, let us go and tell the king to the city. Have the mind to move your product. Have the mind to move your church. A church can be in a community and is dead to the community because the community doesn't know the church. So go there. Advertisement is the name of the game. Publicity is the name of the game. And there are many ways you can make your product public for consumption. So they went, they moved from where they were, and then they went, they went to see the security people. You need to start seeing people. You need to start. And the palace was an organization. When the palace got wind of it, they quickly announced and the whole city mobilized themselves to take advantage of it. So you see that <laughs> you cannot just try and manually do it. The processes in getting it might be manual, but for your product to reach a global status, your church to reach a global status, you need to use the electronic platform, the social media platform. If you are here, you are a person and you are not trying to drive a following. Drive a following for yourself. Drive a following for yourself. Get a following. Make sure you have a following. You are singing. Join the community of singers and make comment when somebody's song comes. And then when your song comes, they will also make a comment and share it. Share someone's and they will share yours. But you are there. You are not trying to be part of any community. You are not trying to be part of anything. Nobody will be part of yours. 
So let me just say a few things and then we'll close. <laughs> if you have a physical shop, you have a physical church, and you don't have a media presence, a social media presence, you, you are not reaching out to the people Jesus wants you to reach out to. Because the physical church only reaches out to the capacity of the room. But the media gives you an opportunity. As I'm preaching here from our studio, there are thousands of people watching across the globe who are getting blessed. It is the difference between our church and the church that is waiting to go back to preach to people within the four corners of a building is because we have this opportunity to reach out to you electronically. And that makes us more impactful, more influential than that church that is fighting in that small physical space. So your business, if you are selling, I think the two key places you must endeavor to be in would be Facebook and Instagram. Let's talk modern language. You have to ask yourself, do you have a Facebook page? Do you have an Instagram account? Do you have it? Prostitutes are selling themselves on Instagram to spread HIV and for demons to sleep with them because they themselves, sometimes they carry other things. And to them, it's a product. So you see prostitutes on the media. If you go abroad, once it's about 11 or 12, you see certain television stations, they just switch. And you see people, numbers there, you call and they are prostitutes. They are using the media to reach their client. Whoever cares to have that product, they are bringing it to your home. This time, you don't just take the product to the market. You take it to the homes of people. And doing that, you have to find the electronic community. Pastor, I mean, this is one of the reasons why there are great men of God who have great message, but nobody is watching you because when they were talking about the media, blah, 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 you said it was a demon. You said we should still use paper Bible and put away the tablet. In this age, paper Bible, there's nothing special about paper Bible. When there is electronic Bible with different versions, I will use that one. Plus, use the paper Bible. Okay, so have a Facebook account, have an Instagram account, and be live, be active there. Have a purpose. You can't follow everything. Know that you are there to sell and you want to get a following. <laughs> Do you know that when the lepers went to the palace and the, the palace followed them to where the opportunity was? With, they followed them with horses. <laughs> you need to get people to follow you. And some people will tell you, say, so, we'll pray the door. I pray. Meaning, I pray. Won't pray saying. Some of the musicians in this country, do you know how many people follow them? And they don't sing gospel music. If you are singing gospel music, mean you are pray, pray now you're following. Pray. Even if you have to buy the following, buy it. We have not bought it yet, 
But if we have to buy it to spread the gospel, we will buy it. Yes, we'll pray. We'll pray any If you are in the market, you need to maximize the market. So don't let anybody tell you, say, and I want to YouTube page, all the bloggers, the way the reason why they do sensational news and they talk trash and all of that, because many people like to follow trash and they like to follow sensationalism. It drives a following for them. They become controversial. It drives a following for them. And YouTube pays them. YouTube pays them. You have a talent in the church. And you are a poet. You have comedy in you. Come on. TikTok and Abayo. You, you are doing it. We are laughing here. When we are mafia. Do you see the following? And... Out of that, people are becoming product ambassadors. And the companies are paying them big money. You have this talent in abundance. What if you know, you have the ability to make people laugh when you crack jokes. And you are sitting and you are doing it in your house. When other people, the funny face and the other people are doing this and they are millionaires already. If you are a Christian, you have a place in the, on the platform of comedians. Yes. Don't let anybody lie to you. you see, the old time Mind Christian, old time mind Christian. They will tell you that oh, Christian need their own far home from Fremu. The classroom you sat, there were unbelievers there, there were Muslims there, there were people who were given birth to by fetish priests. They all sat in the class with you. It didn't defile you. Now that you your office have different kinds of people, did it defile you? Then when you go and become a comedian, that one has defiled you. Because you are a Christian. What, what joke is that? What joke is that? It's the same thing. Christians don't want to become politicians. So we have left it to some other people. You need a Facebook account. Some of you even brag and say that, eh, I, I, don't, I don't, you know, the Facebook, blah, blah. My friend, if you are selling, you are doing anything big, it, you can get people to manage it for you. There are people who manages, or there are people who manage accounts for people to sell their product. One lady was talking to me last week. He said that she's been managing the, her social, some portion of her social media account. And when she sits in the morning, she orders, 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 answering people. Now she doesn't even have a time. She thinks she needs a company to be managing it for her business. What it? Did you hear it? It has overwhelmed her personal capacity. So now she needs to employ a media company to be managing her social media market for her. And they are selling more on the social media than in their physical shops. What do you want to Oh. 
Until when you hear people talking some way about tithe on the social media, see pastors are criminals because of poverty, your mind gravitates towards their foolishness. Because when you are poor, sometimes any, anybody can, can make you a follower and can brainwash you with the wrong thing because only people who are resourceful are able to stand to, to some of these foolish talk people make on the social media. Na mea nyameadum. And it's part of my covenant practice. Are you the one to come and convince me about my faith? How to execute my covenant relationship with the Lord? Do I tell you how not to do yours in your shrine? You know, so you need an Instagram account. You need a Twitter account. You have to be able to tweet that, tweet that, in, in four weeks' time, I'm releasing a single. And, and then, that's what twatum. And then you see that everybody will be waiting for it. And, and people will retweet it. It's coming, it's coming. Then you build the momentum. You build the momentum. You build the momentum. You know? You build the momentum. Instagram, now which are short videos. What you do. And you put it there. And you run some small commentary on a small ad. And you're free. Once you have the data, you can advertise your product by yourself. Facebook. As you are doing friendship, hi, 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 hi. You must have a focus. You must have a focus. I want to sell. I want to sell. Get following. Do your fan page. Do your fan page. And get huge following. And send your product out there. Your product must be everywhere. In the physical space and in the virtual space. It is at that point that you know that you are doing well. Not staying in one corner of a tent and eating and, 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 and the food will be dripping by your mouth. and You, you are having, this chicken is nice. You are going nowhere, my brother. You are going nowhere. You must create generational blessing. Generational wealth, generational impact. Ghana, we do a lot of importation. That means that the products are from abroad. But the reason why we are bringing them here is because something has made us to discover those products. And that's why we are using them here. And they are willing to produce for us. And we are also happy to use. And they get their money, we get our, our satisfaction from it. And then there is no cheating. So, please, you need every good social media. You need to be on radio. You need to be on, on print if there is, a, there is a need. And when you are going, go to the high frequency ones. If you put your product, some people, when they market your product, or more, if it's a radio station, you see the cost will be coming. Because when a king says that, let's go here. People believe it because they have authenticity, they have integrity, dignity, they, they are authentic. So don't just be paying money into some, some places to advertise things for you and it's going nowhere. Put it where one mention, you see that you have so-so and so client. 
If you have to be on telly, see, what is visible is attractive. People follow what they can see. Yeah. Videos are always better than audio, isn't it? When you are watching it, it makes a better impression. To make sure that you get some nice people advertising for you. Some of you, you worry or say you want to do it for yourself. Sometimes you do it for yourself up to a certain level. You realize that it has outgrown you. So you now have to bring in some faces to, to become the face of the product. And then they are following and their community will follow it. That's why you have certain, um, in quotes, celebrities, they are kid. The kid is less than two years and he's already a, a brand ambassador. Because of who gave birth to the kid. <laughs> Don't let us sleep in church, my dear. Don't let us sleep in church. You and I must wake up and send, your, send, send yourself out there. You need billboards. If you need electronic billboards, go for them. If you need whatever you need, you need flyers, do them. Make sure your product doesn't stay in that small corner. It will die there. Make it big. Malaku talama lagada. I'm feeling the anointing already. I'm feeling it. When this church, we are ready to be on the various radio, various television, online, podcast, blah, 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 and all of that. You will see it for yourself. You will see it for yourself. That's why we are meticulous about our artwork. We are very meticulous about the videos we churn out there, about our podcast, how we do it. We are our Facebook streaming, our YouTube page, uh, blah, 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 and all of that. You need to. You need to give people an opportunity that with a press of a button, they know where to go. To get what? You know, if you look at a Google app, it tells you about, there's one of the apps that tells you about looking for maybe a train station, which one is the closest one, which one is the closest pub, which one is the closest supermarket, where to get what from. When they, they key in, why is it that you have a physical, like if you want to come look for keepers out, you have to make sure that you're, you're, you are a landmark on Google Map. That your business is a landmark on Google Map. When we came here, we made sure that we had to seize a landmark. Before, they used to use a particular worship house, which is not a Christian house, to, to describe this area. But as we came here, now, they don't use the abattoir again. They don't use the filling station again. They don't use the particular worship center that belongs to our brothers on the other side. They say, keep us. You need to seize the landmark. You have to seize it. I'm telling you this is for free. Seize it. When somebody keys in, going to keep us house, it must bring them. Boom. The Google map must... Even take a picture of the front view of the church for you. But when you, you, it's like you like being in the corner. You know, the way you are afraid that on Monday morning, teacher will ask a mental question. Do you remember mental? And some of you, you either hide in the crowd or you hide at the back. Because you don't want the question to come to you. That's how you have gone to hide your business. 
but you need to come out. I said, this time around, you need to say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Yeah. If you know somebody who is in court, <laughs> our, our world calls them celebrity. Sometimes you can beg them to just do an advert for you. Or a blogger. If you can use your relationship so that you don't pay, all the better. <laughs> but if you have to pay small and it will go wild. I saw one guy taking somebody's tilapia and banco and eating and the guy has following. All of a sudden, people started going to that restaurant. Look, this world has changed. I'm telling you, if you don't change with the times, you'll be there and some of you are paying physical rent of a shop and you sell more on social media. You have to revise that thing. Revise that thing. So, review it. (laughs) Do an appraisal. I have given you this, but you can research and get the details of how to do this and make your product stand out there. In this modern time and age, you cannot be hidden. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Who lights a candle and puts it under a bushel? God doesn't want you to hide your product under a bucket. Make sure that you are the face of that thing in that industry. Make sure you are the face of it. And I pray for grace for you. That's when you start doing well. When you start having that influence. You start having that influence. You are a good news to other people. That's when you start doing well. I pray for grace for you. I pray for favor for you. I pray that whatever God has given you, it will begin to explode. It will become great. It will become very powerful in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive grace. Receive the ability to fly and become a good news to your generation. I declare you are blessed. Whatever you are doing is also blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-216-168. Or 0277-532-360. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.